You're listening to teaching from Midtown Fellowship, a Jesus-centered family on mission in Columbia, South Carolina. If you're interested in finding out more about us, our family of churches, or how to partner with us, go to midtowncolumbia.com. You can have your seats. <clears throat> I should have known not to come up after that song because I always lose my voice a little bit. It takes me a little bit of time to get it back. <clears throat> I ask that you would bear with me in the meantime. I want to start us out by reading the verse that I read at the very beginning of our time together. <clears throat> Psalm 145, verses 1 through 4. Again, Psalm 145, verses 1 through 4. We'll use this scripture, this passage, to set up what we'll be getting into today and how this service will be different from, from my other services. Verse 1 says, I will extol you, my God and King, and bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you and praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. This, this psalm is about, the, the, the psalmist just desires to continue to praise God because God is, it says, greatly to be praised. It means he is worthy of speaking well, being spoken well of. Just like whatever it is in your life that excites you the most and you just have to tell somebody, about that thing. That's what this, this psalmist is saying is true about God, that he is so good that I just have to keep talking about how good you are over and over and over again. And there's one specific application that the psalmist arrives at as a result of how good God is, and that's verse 4. One generation shall commend your works to another. That word commend means to heap praise on, to, to speak highly of, to, to honor, to glorify something. It says, one generation shall commend your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts, that the result of how good God is, how much he means to us, how much his, his praise is to just overflow from us, the result of that is the next generation hears about it from us, that we glorify our God and tell the next generation how good he is, that they might come to know him as well. The children that are currently in Kidtown, they'll be making their way this way very soon. One of the things that I think about them a lot is that at some point in their lives, they're going to obviously be able to make a lot more decisions than they're able to make right now. There are going to be people in their lives that influence them. There are going to be people in their lives that say to them, hey, I love you. I'm looking out for you. I'm looking out for your good. Come, come join us in this. Come live this way with us. Right? Oftentimes, that will look like calling them to, to not live in a way that, that specifically honors God. Right, so they're going to have a group of people, no matter how much we parent, we're never going to be able to prevent the fact that they're going to be around people that are wanting to draw them away from what God is calling them to. People that are saying, I'm out for your good, I'm looking out for you. And they will have to make decisions. Are they going to follow the teachings of the Lord that they have heard here and amongst our church family, or are they going to follow the others? And one thing that I want to be abundantly clear to all of our children is that no one loves them the way that we do. There are going to be others who say, no, I love you. I'm looking out for you. This will actually be good for you. They're going to have to make decisions. Are they going to look at the church and say, well, the church never really looked out for me. The church never really loved me. Or are they going to say, actually, the people, I know the people that love me so much, and this is the way that they have taught me, and so I want to listen to what they have to say. Today, we're going to bring children from Kittown here to the front. They're going to be right here on this mat in our, in our seats of honor, so to speak, today. We want to take one step 
This is one step today. And our, and our kid town volunteers work extremely hard to reveal that to them every week and to proclaim the goodness of God to the next generation over and over and over again. And they work extremely hard to do that, and I'm very grateful for that. We want to take another step today and bring them to the front and honor them and say, we love you. We care about you. We got some kids that are being promoted into the next class uh, in our kid town. And so we want to honor them. We want to pray for backpacks for children, really everyone who's going to school uh, this, coming, this coming semester and this coming school year. But I need some help from you guys to do that. Because we want to honor them, because we want to show them how much we care about them, uh, I need volunteers. I need 10 to 15 volunteers. We're going to make a, a tunnel for the children to, to walk through when they come this way. You're going to go meet Nigel. If you're willing to do that, will you raise your hand? I need 10 to 15 people. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 10. If you raise your hand, go. If you raise your hand, go with them. Thank you very much. You're going to form a tunnel. All right, now, thank you. Now, for everybody else that's in the room, for everyone else, that's in the room. <laughs> you have a role. You have a role to play in us welcoming them and us loving on them as well. When they come in the room, I want you to be as loud as you can possibly be cheering for the children that come in here. I want them to feel honored. I want them to feel loved. I want them to know how much they matter to us. So you're going to play a role in making noise for them and celebrating them when they come in. I would love it if we gave them a standing ovation when they came in the room and we clapped for them and we yelled and we went crazy because we need for them to know that we love them, that we do truly care for them. Uh, while they're making their way in here, we're in the middle of a series. If you're new, we're in the middle of a series that we're calling in Colombia as it is in heaven. And so basically what we are saying with this series is that we want God to bring his kingdom come and his will be done in Colombia just like it is in heaven as Jesus told his disciples to pray. So that we, we talked about last week at the beginning of the message last week that that begins with us. And here they are. It begins with us and our children is what I was going to say before. <laughs> Are they on the way? Are they, do we see them? We don't see any children. That's just Courtney. Amen. Amen. Help us celebrate our children. Where are they? There they are. Woo! Welcome, welcome. Welcome right here onto your mat right here. Such good behavior. Single file. Single file. Such good behavior. Amen. Amen. Glad you guys are here. Go ahead and grab a seat right here on the mat if you can. Woo! Wow. All these blessings of the Lord. All these blessings of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, children, we want to let you know that we are very glad that you are here. We're, we're entitling the message for today, Children Can Know God Too. Is that true? Can children know God too? Children can know God too. All right, so I'm going to need y'all's help with something. But I need you to be, pay very close attention and be very quiet in the meantime 
But at some points in this, in this message, I'm going to ask you, and you're going to get to yell, but you have to do it at the right time. I'm going to say, because children can, and you're going to say, no, God, too, as loud as you can. Do you understand? We're going to do a practice run. Because children can. There we go. Amen. 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 All right, so I need you all to be, be, pay very close attention because there's going to be a few times in the middle of my message that I'm going to just come out of nowhere, and I'm going to say, because children can, and you're going to say, no, God, too. There we go. All right, so we're going to start our time today in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 10. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 10. I'll read verse 10. You, however, have followed my teaching, my conduct, my aim in life, my faith, my patience, my love, my steadfastness. This is a man named Paul. He was writing to a very close friend of his, someone who was much younger than him, named Timothy. And Timothy knew him very well. He, he mentored Timothy. One of the things that will be very important for you all, and I'll talk about it a little bit more as we go through the message today, is that you guys find people in our church that know God, that love God, and you ask them questions about who God is so that you can learn more and more about God and they can be a mentor to you just like Paul has been to Timothy. And that's very important because children can know God too. Very important. Thank you. Awesome. All right. We want to keep going. Verse 11. He says, my persecutions and sufferings that happened to me at Antioch and at Iconium and at Lystra, which persecutions I endured, yet from them all the Lord rescued me. Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ will be persecuted. Paul says to Timothy, hey, being a Christian and following Jesus isn't always easy. It wasn't always easy for him, but he said God rescued him every time. That even though things in his life weren't easy, God was there for him. He saw God working in and through him and rescuing him from his troubles. We'll pick up at verse 13. While evil people and imposters will go from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived, but as for you, continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed. Now, I have a question for you, children. Do, is everybody going to follow God? Does everybody do what God says? No. Not everyone does. Now, just because other people don't, does that mean we should do what they do and not follow God? No. Or should we still follow God anyway? What should we do? Follow God anyway. Amen. We should follow God anyway, even though other people are going to be doing things that aren't what God has called us and them to do. Let's continue reading. Knowing from who you learned and how from your childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Paul says that he knows that Timothy knew and understood parts of the Bible even from the time he was a child. As a child, are you guys able to understand parts of the Bible? Is that something you guys think you can do? I believe you can. I believe God wants you to begin even now learning about him through the Bible. Matter of fact, I have proof that our children have been learning things from the Bible. We have a video that I would love for all of us to watch of our children talking about what they have learned from the Bible, specifically in our kids' time ministry. Y'all check this out. Amen. One of my favorite things about Kid Town is that we get to learn about Jesus. Kid Town is a great place to learn about Jesus and God. Jesus loves me and they gave me stickers. I like Kid One of my favorite Kid Town teachers has been because he cheers me up. One of the Kid Town teachers I like to learn from is Nigel. He makes up all these games and he helps us to learn. 
at Cape Town, I learned that Jesus died on the cross for our sins and he, he defeated death and rose back to life. In Cape Town, I learned about how like God is the most powerful and he's the greatest and he's our mighty king. He's almighty. He, he is set apart from everything. I learned that he forgives our sins. Repentance is turning away from sin towards Jesus. We can have eternal life if we, if we, if we believe in him. When he died on the cross, he forgive our sins. Did I see one while it fell down? Because they blow the horns. Mommy, they blow the horns. Jesus is wonderful. I just want to say, we're not beyond bribing kids with fruit snacks. We're not above that. We're not above bribing children with fruit snacks children in the room. This video proves what I've been saying. And that is that children can, there we go, children can know God too, which means, and I'm going to put a challenge to your parents in the room if they're with you, which means you should be asking your children questions about God, questions that you have, things that you want to know, things somebody said that you didn't understand. Now, your parents might not know, no one knows all the answers, but you definitely want to be talking to your parents about God because children can, amen. Also, people that are in your life group. People, if your parents are in life group, you'll have people in your life group that know about God, that love God, and you can also ask them about who God is because children can. And I know y'all about to start back going to school. There's going to be other children that probably don't know everything about God that you know. So you can actually talk to them about the things you've been learning about God, especially in Kid Town, and share that with the children in your class because those children can know God too. Amen. Amen. And God would love for you to do that. It would honor him greatly, and it would please him greatly if you did that. I need to talk to, I'm going to talk to the adults real quick, children, but I need y'all to do me a favor because I'm going to do the same thing. And I'm going to ask you the same question as you've been responding so well to. But this time when you do it, I'm going to give you an opportunity to do something that I normally wouldn't tell you to do. I normally don't tell you to yell at grown-ups. I normally don't tell you to yell at your parents. But this time when I do the same thing that I've been doing, I want you to turn around, look a grown-up in the face, and yell it as loud as you can. Only this time. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. I haven't given you the cue yet. But when I give it to you, you're going to do it. Because I'm going to talk to the parents. I'm going to talk to the parents. And I need you to tell them what they need to hear. All right, so parents in the room. This means you need to be talking to your children about Jesus. You need to be talking to your children about the Bible. That's incredibly important for their growth and for their discipleship because children can tell them. Because children can know God too. If you are in a life group and you have children in your life group, you have seen that children can learn things about God, and they can retain it. None of those lines were fed to them. We asked them questions, and they answered it from what they remember. If you are in a life group, children are not in the way. Children are not a problem that needs to be solved. 
children are people that are in your life group that can know God as well. You need to be sharing Christ, building relationships with and sharing Christ with the children in your life group because children can tell them. Tell them. Y'all tell them. Because children can know God too. Maybe you're with us and you're, in a, and you're in a life group and you're like, well, we don't have any children of that age in our life group, in my life group. You can find other ways to build relationships with children in our church. You can find out what they like. You can do things with them that they enjoy, that they really appreciate, that they really value. You can build trust with them in ways that sometimes it might even be difficult for a parent to do. And you can continue, right? And you can continue telling them about who Jesus is. Children, this time stand up and tell them. Because, go ahead and stand up, stand up, stand up real quick. Stand up real quick. Turn around and face the grown-ups. Because children can. There we go. All right, y'all sit back down and face me. I got one more thing I want to say before, before I'm done for right now. We'll move on to some other things. Number one is this. Back in verse 15 that I read, it said, And how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus our Lord. Children, I want you to hear one primary thing from me for what we want for you as a church. And that's that you would understand what the Bible has to say about God and that you would understand and be able to experience the joys of salvation in Christ. Experience and know the goodness that has been saved from the penalty of sin, the power of sin, and the presence of sin. That's what we want for you more than anything else because we love you and we believe that that will be a bigger blessing to you and bring you more joy than anything else in the world, that you would know and experience salvation as you understand what the Bible teaches about our God. I'll pray for us and we'll move on to the next part of our service. Can we give the children a hand for their behavior? Their behavior was so good. They did so well, so well right here. Father, we're thankful for all of these children. Father, for the ways you've allowed us to be in their lives and care for them and, and, and love them and teach them about you. Father, would you compel us, give us a passion for continuing to teach them, to bring them up in the fear of you. Father, that they would be missionaries in the schools. I'm talking even elementary schools and in the middle schools and in the high schools, Father, that they would be your witnesses. That Columbia will look more and more like heaven because you have children that you have transformed and redeemed and renewed and they proclaim your goodness because they love you and because they know of your love for them. And it's in Christ's name I pray. Amen. 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 And this time we'll bring... Hannah up. She leads our Kid Town ministry. I believe we have some some things, some promotions to do. Is that right? Am I correct? Is this on? I don't think it's on. Mark, can you turn me up? Sound check. Is it working now? There you go. Working now. Awesome. So I am Hannah. Can you help us go? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I'm the director of Kids and Youth Ministry oh. here at Miss Thompson Yacht. Um, it is my joy and pleasure to serve um, as one of the primary teachers in Kid Town for all these kiddos. Um, we are here to celebrate this morning, specifically our three-year-old. Um, for those of you who don't know, yeah. Woo. For those of you who don't know, three is a huge age that we celebrate because it's a huge milestone. I'm not going to go into all the, the science behind it, but better. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. <laughs> Welcome to Kid Town. There you go. I'm going to stand right beside them. Everett Hassel. I'm going to step beside you. She belongs to Jesus. She belongs to Jesus. Amen. She belongs to Jesus. Awesome. So we have a little gift for you guys. Each one of you guys are going to get. It's all about Jesus' Bible storybook. It's got 100 Bible stories and pictures and Christ connections that show you how every single part of the Bible connects right back to Jesus. Amen. And this is for you guys. It comes with tons of parent resources as well um, and a pretty cool app on the back that you guys can download that will help you as you continue um, to raise these little guys up for Jesus. Um, and it will help your life groups to have something also to be able to partner with you guys. We're going to pray over them real quick. If you'll pass one out while I pray, that would be fantastic. Mm -hmm. uh, Father God, thank you so, so much for each of these little blessings. Um, God, thank you for just the gifts that they are and that we get to love them and know them and um, grow with them. Thank you for the fact that they can know God too. Lord, we pray um, for them. We pray that they would not only be children in our church, but they would become brothers and sisters um, by the blood of Jesus and they would be part of our family. Not just by name, but by um, adoption uh, through what you've done on the cross. Um, please bless these families. Um, please help us as a church to come alongside them well um, as the kids are our responsibility and not just the parents. Um, we love you. We pray just in Jesus' name we pray. Everybody said amen. Amen. Oh, I'm off. I'm so off right now. I'm so confused. My bad. You guys can take your seats. Thank you very much. Yeah, we put them on the stage. Yep, they're, bringing them up now. they're bringing them up now. All right, while the backpacks are coming up, we want to pray over everyone's backpacks. I want to talk to you one more time, children, very quickly, just to encourage you with something. When you go to school and you do well and you behave and you focus hard on what the teacher asks you to do, it actually pleases God when you do that. It's not just about something that your parents tell you to do or your teacher tells you to do. The work that God has called you to do right now is to go to school, be the best student you can possibly be, do as well as you possibly can and represent him well by listening to your teacher's authority and doing what your teacher has you to do. So I just want to encourage you and let you know as you're getting started with this new school year, go in there understanding that God has a purpose for you while you are there, that you will listen to your teachers, do the best job you can possibly be and know that that pleases God when you do that. So I want to bring, oops, sorry, let me step off. 
in a big old pile, but they are there. Yeah. All right, we're going to have the deacons come forward at this time to pray over the backpacks. We'll have Tremont and Mark. If you guys could just pray for their, their school year in general. Yeah. 